Welcome to the Crack House Podcast, Crackheads. I'm Rick Bronson, one of your hosts. Joining me is... Jack Galvin. Good to see you again, Jack. How you been? I'm fantastic. I am fantastic as well. You know why I'm feeling good, Jack? Because we got to golf with uh, today's uh, with our interview today. Oh, it was amazing. We had a fun day, didn't we? I spent 18 holes in fear and laughter and fun. The whole day. So I'd like to forewarn our crackhead listeners out there today that uh, today's podcast is going to be pretty heavy on the golf, but it's funny. It's definitely heavy on the it's golf. It's comedy and golf, uh, but it's really interesting. The reason I wanted to talk about this topic is we have four guys that golf together and on the podcast yeah. together, and I think there really is something about gom- comics and golf, because I do believe comics tend to be really addictive by nature, and I think that's 100%. one of the reasons why golf is such an appeal to so many comics, plus the free time we all have when we're on the road. Yeah. Uh, quick shout-out to our sponsors. First of all, we want to fa- thank probably the best sound studio, the best recording engineer I know. Uh, one of our greatest... Produ- our, our production team is fantastic here, amazing. is it not, Jack? Ama- amazing. They, they put, they, I mean, they, they're the ones who put this thing together. Old Arroyo Entertainment... Uh, it, it, for all your recording needs, that's where you need to go We're, we're going to have to get him to change his name, though, because there's too many vowels it's in Old Arroyo. Hard, it's very I, hard to say. I can't even buy a vowel because there are too many <laughs> damn vowels. I can't afford the vowels for your company. I hope you know that. I, we like it, but uh, these guys are fantastic. If you guys yes. are looking for any uh, audio recording needs, uh, hunt us down on the uh, Crack House podcast, and we'll put you in touch with the best in the biz. I promise you that. Also want to give a shout-out to, uh, to the good staff here at the House of Comedy as we record live in the House of Comedy studios in the North Phoenix, uh, making it possible for us to do this as we disrupt the entire place and they have to clean up our giant mess. <laughs> and, uh, Jack, also a shout-out coming up in September. Yeah, what do we got, buddy? Big Pine Comedy Festival, September 19th through the 22nd. Very excited it's about gonna that. It's going to be my first year appearing at the festival. Mm-hmm. I think I will be moderating podcasts. I might even be performing. Yes. I will definitely be uh, speaking to some young comics trying to give them some direction uh but whatever the case is we're really excited about it it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time i'm I'm super excited so on today's show we talked about the golfer and we talked last week to our neurotic jewish friend ben glebe and now this week we get to talk to uh another one of my jewish pals the one and only rich voss joins us today jack do you know rich I mean, or I, did you know him prior to golfing with? Him? I did, I definitely knew him prior to golfing, not a, not in person, but I mean, I I knew his I, I knew him from his specials. From I mean, he's just he's just a legend. He's yeah, a I mean, he, he, breakout guy off the off of um, the first season of uh, Last, Last Comic Standing. Standing. Third place, um, right. tons of podcasts. Uh, done a lot of work with uh, you know New Jersey comic. Worked with all the New York boys, but uh, he's an interesting cat. He uh, he's he intense. Is, Intense. He's 60 years old and still loves comedy. Looks like more he's than, 40. He does look good. It kind of pisses me <laughs> off. <laughs> so sit tight, folks. Get ready. The Crack House is coming your way right now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Crack House podcast live from the House of Comedy Studios in the North Valley of beautiful Phoenix, Arizona on a glorious sunny day. What a beautiful day, gentlemen. Uh, to, my, uh, to my immediate right, uh, my, my co-host for the day, 
Jack Galvin. Jack, good to see you here and thrilled today. Our first two-person, two-comic podcast, Jack. Yep. Well, actually, it's a four-comic oh, podcast. Yeah. You and I do comedy, but <laughs> our, hey, easy, <laughs> easy. I didn't say we golfed. I said we did comedy. Actually, we do do comedy if you watch those golf. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, your headliner for this week at the House of Comedy, uh, you know him, the man, the myth, the legend, comedy legend, uh, one of the breakout performers of the very first season of Last Comic Standing. That's true. That's how everyone got to know you, buddy. No. Oh, tough crowd. Not everyone got tough. Canadians never got Colin Quinn in Comedy Central. You didn't we get were, Comedy no, no, we didn't. Get, it was on TV. We just didn't understand it. We're very oh. slow. Oh. <laughs> we got oh. it. We just didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so funny that uh, uh, last comic. I've done, I did a million shows before that, right? Just whatever. Yeah, no, I know. But, 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 but let's so, be wait, wait, honest. But though. wait a second. I was going to turn it down. It would have been the dumbest thing. Dumb ever. move. Dumb it would have been the move. dumbest thing dumb ever move. because I. It was. Reality was new back then, and I was scared. I was, you know, my kids were going, you can't do it, because there was some guy in MTV that they made look like a real, I don't know, whatever his name was back then. And uh, so I almost turned it down, because I had Tough Crowd, I had Opie and Anthony on radio, I was doing other TV, and it would have been the dumbest. It bought my house. I agree. Right. Thank God. Thank God, it man. It bought my house. And speaking of house buyers, thank you for yeah. that lead-in. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, the owner of a brand new luxury condo in beautiful downtown Toronto, Ontario. Yes. He's now at the point in his life where he gets to downsize, ladies and gentlemen. I'm yeah. envious, jealous, and angry with you all at the same time because I'm a few years behind that. Uh, but uh, a dear old friend of mine, a uh, professional gambler, professional golfer, professional magician, professional comedian. Asshole, everything. Producer, director, right? I mean, dude, you do a lot of wear a lot of hats. Uh, David Mary also joins in us today. House. David Mary, good in to have house, you here as house. well. And rooming with Rich Voss this week. How's right? that working out? And you know, I'll tell you. Can I? A nut rubs. A nut rubs. A nut rub. Right? Listen, <laughs> when you said to me. When you called me, the night you called me, I just I, shot my hour special. I know. I called I you right said, after you got off stage. And, 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 I remember. And, and, and you, actually, and, you called me back. I was impressed. Yeah, you weren't you, you were riding the high of the good yes, special and, and called you, me. And you say, can uh, someone stay in the condo with you? And the first thing that came to my head was, <laughs> I'm staying in a fucking condo. Right. <laughs> but, and I Let said, alone sharing I said, okay. I said, yes, right away. Without you, you even thinking about it. You did say yes right it. away. Without question. But and hang on. Let's just clear things up before people get the wrong impression. Yes, when comics here, they're staying in a condo. Usually yeah. the hair on their back of the neck stands up to a peak attention because we've all stayed in the... We've all traveled with an extra t-shirt just to use as a pillowcase. Let's be honest. And then sharing it yes. is the best. Yeah, right? that's oh, yeah. the best. Right. But and come on. The, the, is this not the club? Oh. Condo of Club Condo. Oh, it's fantastic. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah. It's you the want best. to hear how I sell this Club Condo? So a dear friend of yours. I got to pay for it? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> so. Um, Comes uh, out of your oh, check. Oh, why am I forgetting? Cool. A- angry Italian comic, New York. Um, Which one? Oh, God. Uh, get in line. No, There's like 90 of them. One of the best. Uh, lives in a house about 40 minutes upstate. Uh, oh, Nick DiPaolo. DiPaolo. Oh, DiPaolo. The funniest guy on the, on the planet. Which, so one of my greatest moments of my second life. Second funniest on the planet. Exactly. It's the second fun. DePaulo is like he's, he's a, like yeah. a long time. I asked him the other day, "What's veteran. he doing these days?" Yeah, yeah. My headline or my uh, old manager at the time picks him up from the airport, uh, and he vehemently wants in a hotel. So we booked him into a hotel. So my manager picks up his iPhone to chart in the hotel, and you know how he is. He's like DePaulo. Wait, you don't know where the fucking hotel is? What the hell's wrong with you? He goes, "Well, we've never <laughs> taken anyone to a hotel. We always take him to the <laughs> condo." Because I'm not staying at a goddamn condo. What he was working here? Working here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes, "Let me let me see the condo." He went into the condo, and he was like, 
Fine, I'll stay in the condo. So way better than I always hotel. say it's the Paulo approved. So no comic can fucking bitch about staying. Well, in now that I know he liked it, I want a hotel. Okay. <laughs> uh, what did he stay in the right room? The right room. <laughs> speak, speak. The headliner room, right? No, the, head, room. the headliner room's right. Hey, there's uh, no bad room there. There's no, no come just on. like just really? like the, like, living, oh, the living room is gorgeous. I don't know how to work the TV in I've my bedroom. I looked into the hall. I don't know. Yeah, how to, yeah. I don't know how to turn the TV on in the bedroom, and we can't turn it on in the living room. Just, no, I it's can't like two of us. Well, we're old. We don't. You can't honestly figure out the TV. Can't even. Do no, I, I need I, to come by and look at it? Uh, I, no, it's got to be. I mean, I've been watching. Excuse me, uh, Netflix on my computer. But I figure when I lay in bed at night before I go to bed, I, I like to watch the, uh, the golf channel. You know what I mean? In bed, uh, and I, I can't work the TV. I can't work mine at my house, and I've been there for fourteen years, so I don't feel. So, bad. so let me get this straight. We've now, just so folks know here, let me give you a little bit of the backstory. We've now golfed two days in a row. As a matter of fact, the four people on this podcast: yeah. Jack, yep. uh, David, Rich, and myself. Have so been, much have, fun. Have he golf. nails it. This kid nails uh, it. Jack right? nails the ball. Just uh, ridiculous. We had a great time. But now, now you're saying so. Uh, you, sir, become so frustrated with yourself on the course, and now to go unwind at night, you want to go home and watch golf. Well, I, I was like, yes, I just I wanted to be clear on that. I love watching. One, it helps me. Listen, I, I was frustrated. I was so frustrated. have you thought of quitting and just watching? I'm just no, saying. No. I, uh, listen, to, listen, let me explain something to you. You're lucky to have me. What I'm trying to say, that's number one. Okay? I could be fucking napping right now. I'm doing this fucking fly-by-night podcast. Let me tell it's you daytime. something. It's daytime. Okay. Uh, I shot great on the back. I shot, you shot 90. Great? Yeah, I, you shot, well. I, I played a- okay today, but I'm an 80s golfer. I'm not like you guys. You guys are 70s golfers. I not shoot, today. Not today. Yeah, we you were, were yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday, okay. yesterday I played. Well, I, had, I had a good nine yesterday. I shoot in the 80s. <laughs> I was not hitting my driver for two days, and then I kind of figured it out towards the end. Well, I was hitting my hybrids. I was <laughs> chipping and putting. That fucking driver got me in more trouble than crack when I was doing crack. See that? I never hear that. I would pay to see. I would pay to see Rich Golf golfing on crack. On crack. That's what I straight down the fairway. I'll tell you a quick story. I'll tell you a quick story. When I was a drug addict, I got 32 years sober, folks. If you look good for you, I'm proud of you for that, pal. I did it. I did it for our nest. So when I used to be a drug addict, this was before crack. This was just coke. Uh, I would go to garage sales, and you, ha- you know how you could buy like old sets of clubs for five dollars. Yeah, They're like yeah, yeah. rusty and just fucking ho- ones a hogan. You mean, you mean the kind Dave has gone yeah, sixty six yeah, with yeah, those yeah. types of sticks? You know what I faster. So I, I would go to garage sales and buy a set of clubs for five bucks. Then I would go to the uh, Coke dealer in town. I go, look, give me a gram on Coke. I'll leave my clubs as collateral. <laughs> okay. Do not wow. sell my fucking clubs. I get to Graham and he never. Do you know how many drug dealers have golf clubs? That is around genius. My actually, it's genius. I swear to God. I used to do it all the time to fucking drug and leave $5 clubs here and walk away with a gram of coke. They don't know golf. They don't know golf. You don't know what. They think it's worth that much more. They don't know. They're they don't golf know. clubs. It's yeah, a set of clubs. But, but first, drug well, dealers have you. no clue. I was going to say, good for you for finding a drug dealer that takes trade. I mean. Well, the collateral. Until I, I say, until I get paid. There's not off. a lot of barter in these no, guys. People, no think of, people think of golf. They think of money. They think yeah, of it's a back, rich sport. It's got to well, be expensive. Well, they don't think of beating up Titleist. This was back in the day, too, so they would give you, they would front you. You know, they just wanted to get rid of their coke, so you know, if you had good credit, they'd find you a gram or two. All right, so, so let me ask you then. Why is it, and this is what I wanted to talk about today, having four golfers on a podcast. I seem to think and believe that there is a niche amount of, uh, I wouldn't say a lot of guys, but there is certainly a hefty number of comedians that have found golf as a passion. And I don't mean just guys that go 
once a month so they can have a drinking day with their friends. I mean, they're a serious Some of some hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, well, it's I, so good to do while you're on the road, right? I well, like Rich and I were talking about it, right? I play. I, I, I Drag get, the clubs I, along all the time. I get. I got. I got two. I got four sets of clubs. But I got two real sets. I keep one in my travel bag, you know, and if I, I just wheel it to my car, and that's the one I take on the road with me. Uh, All right, I get that why we we have the but, time, but my deeper question is: for a game that is honestly one of the most maddening sports and I, frustrating I, games in the world, how is it that comics who are typically the way we're wired, we're usually not the uh, breathing most yeah. patient, yeah. most yeah. yeah, we're not the namaste, namaste, namaste. It's a head, right? Let's it's be a honest. Head game, right? Let me tell you something. <laughs> last year, and I didn't do it in the last two days. Thank God. Last year. I had the Hustle Rock, the Shanks. Yeah. I'm not lying. The Hosels, as Tin I, Cup likes to call I'm, them. I, I'm not lying. I almost started crying on the course. That looks bad. I, if, I, I go, cry, I, I, I cry said, if you break down. I almost go. You're, I, you're I, only allowed so to cry bad. if you're no. hit by lightning. I said, I said, I go, why is this happening to me? Right. I took up archery. Because I had to put clubs down for a while. so I You t- told me that yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, I hit a fucking nail head. I'll show you the picture. <laughs> I hit a nail head. I'm like, <laughs> from how, how far? How are, how are you touring with Bowen Hour? And he says it's only on his driving gigs. I'd love <laughs> yes. to see him try to get that in the overhead on American <laughs> Airlines. Yeah, good well, luck with that. Well, if it had a tail and ears, it could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too soon. No, Too soon. No, it is. Too soon. No way. That happened. That happened. How far away were you when he hit, when he hit the, uh, the Just like impressive. 10 yards, 30 feet. That's still but pretty impressive. The guy... Nailhead? David, what, what, look, while he's tracking that, that down. Yeah, why, 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 why he's you, slipping through his picture. Yeah, why do you think... We, why you actually did hit a nailhead. No, that's... No, that's oh, you hit, a, you hit a beaver. But look at the heart. Everyone's in the heart. Oh, well, that's great. You've killed the dangerous beaver. Congratulations. I'm good at, I'm good at nailing a beaver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not according to not body. No. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's, not a, that's not a beaver. That's a fucking wolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I won't repeat the line from yesterday on the golf course. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what for stays bo- in the cart? For Bonnie's sake. What stays yeah. in the cart? <laughs> what stays oh. in the cart, exactly. Oh, what were you going to ask me? What were you going to ask me? I was going to ask you, why do you think comics take to a game that's so frustrating? Because... Because comics typically are not most commonly wired human beings. I mean, it's got to be, it's gotta be, it's gotta be uh, something to do with the makeup of the game that is so imperfectible. We've it's so imperfect. uh, like just, we've already gone into a profession that's imperfectible and messed up to begin with, right? Uh, I, I find a lot of comics like to uh, uh, well, they can handle it from a uh, from from a fucked up uh, pressure and uh, wanting to get to the bottom of uh, a game that's imp- imperfectible. I mean, and also to comics. No, oh, go on. Go ahead. Sorry. Comics have addictive personalities. No, and uh, golf uh, is very much an addictive very, game. Very addictive, and and comics work. Comics work by themselves. We're not in a band, so we're we're working by ourselves every night. It's either we kill or we die. I don't know. Well, kill or have a semi band set. Uh, so it's you're used. It's just, comedy is a very self centered, selfish, fucking business. It's a self centered. It's me, me, me. The whole time. When you're selling, when you're performing, it's all about you. So how and does, golf, way, just as go, a sidebar, I was going to say, how uh, does that work out when it's a me, 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 and you're married to and living with another we comic? Because we have it? separate careers, and we do stuff together, too. You know, we'll right, do but the there's still a lot of me, me, me clashing oh, there, in one household. There is, there's a lot of it. Yeah. There I, really is. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. Are you kidding me? I, I, I heard the word narcissist more times than I've heard I love you. Uh, <laughs> 
so, and golf is also. And those were your parents. Then. Those, That's uh, really. I know, <laughs> I, know, I know. But my dad's a much better kisser. So, and golf is also a so. It's a one. It's by it's yourself. One, it's a, yeah. You could go on the road. It's a lot like being the guy on stage yes. all by yourself. You could go on the road and just go to a golf course by yourself. You could go on stage. Right. Go on the Which, road. Show as up we and, discussed, we've yeah. all we done. did that. Yeah, we all, all do. the time. And when I go on the road and they ask me what I, if they don't know who I am, which is very subtle, but if they don't, <laughs> if they go, what do you do? Usually I don't say comic. I say FBI profiler, so they don't ask me comedy questions, but they ask me so many FBI profiler questions that I've you got go back so to- many lies on FBI profiler. And I, I work the Atlanta Killers killings. I worked in Seattle. I'm fucking not. I'm telling you, because I read all of John you Douglas's books. you go back to you're a comic, man. I know. It's great. But, you know, it's, it's about you. And so is golf. You're playing against It's a single yourself. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think every shot is like almost like a, it's like telling a new joke. It has the opportunity to shank or you have the opportunity to stick it. You never know. Every shot. Listen. And, that's, and that's a thrill. I love being yeah. able to go up there. And There's a lot of unknowns. You hit a bad one, the next one, you can crush it. Yeah. And, and conversely, and we talked a bit about this today as well, like being on stage doing comedy, sometimes you just get into a rhythm mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like don't work. It doesn't, it. You don't even know you're doing it and it's just happening. Timing like, is everything. The back nine for me yesterday, like I yeah. didn't, Killing I actually it. thought I was, I thought I was one over and Jack's re-adding the card. You do the, the, you're the one math under, and you're, you're one under. under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because good. I was just in a, in a no. zone and I was you having got, fun at that point. We were having laughs and telling a few jokes. Everyone loosened up on the back. But today I wanted to kill myself. So here's my question to you two gentlemen. I'd like I'm to married. Hear from you. <laughs> I'd like to hear from you. Your absolute favorite ho- golf horror story. I mean, this is going to be better for you than it will be for Dave. Dave, yes. having played professionally on the Canadian <laughs> yeah. tour. But at, what was that moment on the golf course where you either literally busted a club, threw a club, snapped a club, or said to yourself, I am never fucking golfing again in my life? We've all had them, but I'd like to hear your favorite one. Oh, I got to think. I don't, uh, oh, I know. It was a whole day, though. I was in, <laughs> I was in Minneapolis. Okay. And, and Tom Bernard took me to his. One of his tracks. But yeah. it was uh, the top one, his private one, the top private one. And we didn't have a car. We had a caddy. Okay. I had the shanks all day. All day. Isn't that worse when you have a caddy watching, watching you do this? <laughs> okay. Day long. Yeah, but usually good caddies will tell you what you're doing wrong. But I mean, that was a, just a miserable day. At two times that, and when I played Oak Hill, I had a bad day. You played Oak Hill. Oh, cool. Yes. When I, and it yeah, just, you, you, you just, had a bad day. Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. I just I couldn't. I was going. I was taking it inside. I figured Great that's course. what it is. Okay. Uh, listen, you got to raise your hand. I, uh, uh, not hey, a bit. This is Jack, not Matt. This is Jack, not Matt's not even here today. Oh, okay. Jack's good. Oh, okay. Jack's we, like Jack. right. we, like, we like Jack. We like our producers. Yes. Yeah. But you know, you just told me you can't say the word. How many times have you, you wanted to smash? I, I fucking, I've hit my hand through the windshield of a, on the golf course. Of a, go- of a, golf- of a jet. Right. No, on the on the cart. The yeah, a jet. Plastic. That's what we call a jet. Uh, oh, we, yeah. A jet. We call I, a I golf pun- cart a jet. So I punched and nine it. And <laughs> I fucking we'll punched it at that. Yeah. I punched it and cracked it. And then I went in and told him, I go, man, I sliced the fucking ball and, and broke the windshield or whatever. He goes, Don't worry about it. But I, I think I literally fucking hit it so hard. 
And now I work on my temper because I get mad. I used to as well. Oh, I, fucking. I, I, I embarrassed myself in front of a caddy if it makes you feel better. At TPC yeah. Stadium here in Arizona, yeah, yeah. I destroyed a putter on a cart path in front of a man dressed in a white jumpsuit. Right. Well, you just right. putter and it broke? I purpose. I, I had <laughs> Dave. No, I didn't do that. I, I had Dave. It was like you know you had a little stretch today, and Dave's a great golfer. I just but I, so I felt I his frustration. He had a bunch. Oh no, he is. I know. But those four footer. I had one of those oh, days. I, I missed where four, three, five of them. Three <laughs> footers weren't going for me. I just took my putter finally, and I didn't snap it like this. I'm just, not, not going to hurt my leg. I started hammering it on yeah. the cart path until like, it learned it, a lesson. <laughs> Sometimes I got to be disciplined. I was they disciplining got, it. Right. I disciplined it too much. I would have been felt better had I snapped it because then it would have been unusable. But I just warped it so badly that it was practically a banana putter. Like the shaft was bent, the club head was closed. Like there was no possible way to put a good roll on this thing. Yeah. I used the wedge the rest of the day, just tried well, the blade. I hit a five, uh, five wood down. I didn't want to break it. I was just mad. I went boom and it snapped. I, go, I didn't want to break that one. <laughs> you know, I, I listen, don't get me wrong. I fucking. Fucking hit clubs hard enough where they break. Or <laughs> I, I shared a cart with you today. I shared a cart with you. So plenty. my worst day. My, my I was going to say though, you're one of the calmest guys I know. Like your demeanor, David, is all. You're just one of those guys. You no, but if I play bad, I know it's still in me. Like every once in a while, I'll wake up and I'm four or five under. But I don't see you having a psychotic. Have you had a psychotic oh, moment? God, yeah. well, uh, oh god, yeah. I, um, really? Oh yeah. Uh, um, well, because I. I, I I was telling you I had to play on bad days. Like if I'm playing in a in a professional golf tournament, you got to play no matter what the weather, what the weather is. Weather right? is, yeah. So I was playing in one, the, and, and the, the rain was coming sideways. And we were playing this. Uh, it was a really good uh, course in and around Toronto, and but the rain's coming sideways. We're going to cancel the day. All of a sudden, there was a little a little bright spot on the radar, and we went. Uh, you know what? We can start it up in about 20 minutes. So we finally started up, and we get. I'm playing a par five. It's a. a Cedar Bray in Toronto. I haven't played it, no. And so uh, the first, uh, I have to hit it over a, it's a par five. I got to hit it over water. And I, I, the three wood goes ying. And it goes into the river, but not on the bank of the river. Anyway, uh, I tee another one up just in case I, I can't find it. So I, I get up there and this starts pissing, just pissing rain. It's awful. So the rain starts up again. I find the first uh, ball and I hit it and I hit myself. Come on. So now so this, is, this is going sideways. Oh, the ball jumps up. I'm in lettuce knee deep, right? So I hit myself. I, I take a penalty. I shank one out. Is that a two-stroke penalty so, when the ball hits you? Oh, yeah. You? Yeah, yeah. So I finally, by the time the, the smoke clears, I take 11. The, the, 11. Highest, number, the highest number I, I ever had in competition. <laughs> but I'm play, it's, it's a pro-am. So I'm their, I'm their pro. You're their They're pro. Going, Who's this guy? Who's the, fucking the monkey? Who's the fucking monkey that takes 11? Oh, wow. The rest of the team doesn't take 11 altogether. So anyway, so with the next hole, it's, it's coming down sideways. I hit a really good drive, and then I hit the, the green in two, but it's a banana putt, and I four putt <laughs> in front of the boys. They're going, who, who, who are what you? What do we have? Yeah, exactly. You Billy Barty? What do we really got? Billy Barty we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, anyway, the longest story. So I'm uh, yeah, 11 plus five, so six, uh, seven, eight. Uh, You're I was 17 eight over, through two. Eight over after two. And then um, end up shooting 78. Wow. 78. So all wow. the boys, you know, they, uh, the, the pros there circled it for me and circled the next one. So they realized without those, um, I, I had a really good round go, you know. Oh, so anyway. Six over? Was, so that was, 70, was 72, 72 par? Par, so six par over, 72 probably, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I forgot this. You, made a, you lit up a bunch of birdies then. right after that. But, yeah. well, but I, anyway, that was, that was my, I was all set to back in. I forgot this story. I was playing with this. I joined two guys. And you, you see the weirdest people out on the course. So I'm playing with these guys, and this one guy had, like, two teardrops on his eyes. Tattooed teardrops? Nice. Yeah. yeah, okay. 
but these guys could play golf. Or he was just so happy to no, meet you, no. Rich. <laughs> you know, because being as famous no, yeah. as you are and no. everything, everyone. Yeah. Well, I hit the ball in the woods, and they came in to help me look for it, and they raped me. <laughs> so, and that's when I, I got. got where did the story get? That's when I got the teardrop. That's when I got the teardrop. That's what you got the teardrops put on. That's right. <laughs> but I parred the hole. Oh. I parred oh, the hole. So you, you shouldn't play without your teardrops, Moss. What's that? That's why you forgot about the, the teardrop putter. Was there a teardrop putter? Teardrop putter. There is a teardrop putter. Oh, there is. You need the teardrop putter. That's the brand you need. <laughs> oh, God. And no, maybe, let me just point out, I was going to tell you, never, yeah, Rich had a great transfer birdie today, uh, but golf karma his way out of it oh. because my buddy who was chipping from the other side of the green. You cheered him on bad, cheer, right? Cheered him. Reverse, cheer, reverse cheered it so the ball would get past yours so you, you can get a read <laughs> off. Keep you go keep running, keep running, keep, keep running. running. Keep running, keep running, keep running. We knew you, were, you weren't going to sniff no. that hole. You were going to sniff that hole. As <laughs> soon as you did that. What was your worst? Like, you must have had some, some tragedies, right? Be, be the crap out of my putter. It was as frustrated right. as I yeah, got. Yeah. But as I told you guys yesterday, you know, I was uh, one of the reasons I got off the road doing stand up was in 2004, I got my second really bad hospitalization with my Crohn's. And uh, two and a half months in the hospital, and I realized while sitting there watching my bank account dwindle away that I had to figure out a way to be able to make money without physically being the guy Doing myself com- yeah, yeah. that's on stage making that, the money. Is that a Jewish disease? Because I think someone it's, else it is. No, you're not wrong by saying that. It's more yeah. prevalent amongst... Yeah. yeah, the same way amongst uh, African-American society, you'll have diseases like, like sickle, uh, cell. Uh, sickle cell, exactly. Or unemployment. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, wait, is, did, is we just take a, did we just hang a quick left there? Is Crow, wow. Is Crow the just stomach? There? It's a I'm stomach. sorry, I don't even Hear the guy talking right now. Listen, Bo, listen to me, you politically correct humps. Uh, is that a stomach disease? It's, a, in the it's an stomach. intestinal yeah. disease, yeah. Uh-huh. So there's yeah. Crohn's and colitis. Those are the two yeah. major intestinal disorders. They're yeah. both known as IBDs, inflammatory bowel diseases. Yeah. Crohn's can be anywhere from your mouth all the way to the end of your butt to your anus, and it can be in the inside or the outside of your intestinal tract, which is why it's typically worse than colitis, which more or less usually just affects the internal wall, the colon. Right. I've had so many upper endoscopies because I have a so such a fucked up stomach. I thought it's but because yeah. he liked it up the ass. No, upper and Oh, you took it as end. Okay, no, not, right, not, 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 not colonoscopy. I always upper. get the colonoscopy. Oh, so I so do I. Yeah. I, I, I get that. Socially. Oh, yeah. get, Although, but, if you've ever tasted barium, there's nothing yummy about it. I'll promise you that What's right that, now. What's that, the stuff that makes you fucking... That's the fucking shit you drink. And then they yeah. get you upside down. Yeah. yeah. The last colonoscopy, the fucking guy's van was such a mess. That's a good line. Everything I do. Are you writing this? Everything I do. I got to write that down. Why are you funnier offstage? What's wrong with you? Please. Ask these guys what I do up there. I'm a fucking killer. I'm Rich Foss. I'm a legend. Listen. No, because my... Jews. I want to ask you the same question like, I asked to, uh, to uh, Ben Glebe last week. Why are our people so fucking neurotic? What do you mean? Who, Jews? Yes. I'm not neurotic. I'm very stable. <laughs> what are you talking about? Look at that. Oh. Thank you, buddy. Here, Thank I'll just pass it. Oh, look at that. Absolutely. Look at that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've That's never you. eaten on a radio show. This is on a podcast. Okay, this is... That's you. There you'll need a fork. 
You need all this. You guys want No, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. No gluten for me. This is a catered event. A catered event. Hey, what other podcast feeds, you son of a bitch? Does your podcast feed? Does your podcast feed? Yeah, it's just me and my wife doing this. So, yeah, she'll cook me breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you, do it breakfast you do it as a morning do it, podcast? We do it you do it in I the living f- room, right? Like, yeah, it's in a, the dining room. Your place, right? In the dining room. I find it's got to be at least afternoon or later. I find my comedy mind yeah, just better. doesn't twitch in the morning. It, it, I just... Yeah, it's tougher in the morning. Yeah, it's like I'll never forget. I once had a gig, boys. I did a, a New Year's Eve gig up practically at the Arctic Circle for a gold mine. But the way the gold mine operates is that it's too expensive 24 to 24 hours, too expensive to shut down the equipment. Yeah. So they work in 12-hour oh, teams. You have an A team and a B team. Wow. They brought me in at New Year's Eve. I did one show at 8 o'clock in the evening. I did another show at 8 o'clock in the morning. First of all, felt really weird waking up and doing a show at 8 a.m. But even more strange was watching uh, all these miners eating steak and lobster at, at what, 8 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Because that's their nighttime. That's Jesus. their. 12 year olds were eating steaks? <laughs> <laughs> there's, you know, there's another type of miner. <laughs> I don't want to offend you. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, the, so I, I, the, I'm just going back to what we were saying. I find it really tough to, um, to be wake up sharp. I just. It's right. to do a podcast in the evening after, you know, after the podcast. Best time to do them around three o'clock. I thought right now I like this is good yeah. because you still have a little time to chill before the show, so now it doesn't feel like a three show night. And as David and I were talking about yesterday, he just did a gig recently where it was back to back gigs without a break in them and two con- and, and two adjoining ballrooms for two different corporate events. And because of the how quick a turnover was, he couldn't remember if he told that joke already. Was that first show? Did I do this yet? I don't remember. This is so recent. Like, I didn't even get the 45 Five minutes, minutes that he, I usually get. And he didn't have time to cry after the first <laughs> <minute>. <laughs> 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 This is delicious, by the way. Rich Boss, bring in the joy. Bring in the joy. Oh, man. So, um, uh... What is, uh, I wanted to get the other side of the question as well. What is your most uh, memorable golf moment? What, do, what stands out? Great no, but, well, there's got to be Not one today. that stands out. Not when today. I, when, when I got my hole in one. You have an ace? Wow. Just one. Come on. Well, I only have one, too, yeah, and, I, about and I'm about 12 handicap strokes better than you, and I yeah. only have one. So it yeah, shows you how hard this sport yeah, well, is. Well, but a hole in one is luck. Um, I don't think yeah, it's luck. It's, I, there's a element, the right direction. There's a certain element of luck, but you know why I can it's say it's hit, not right? luck when you watch the when you hear that a tour pro has 19 or 22, yeah. then it, it's not. The better you are, the higher the likelihood of you that's are a, making hole in one. Well, they're also yeah. playing a lot more golf than us too, I mean, so that's another. I've another pulled out at least factor. eight times from oh, yeah. the fairway. I've only had one hole in one. I have about I have about six or seven eagles in my life. But I have one hole in one. And, Very cool. And, and, <laughs> what, and, how long a hole and what yeah, stick did you use? Was oh, it was uh, four foot, the hole. Uh, no, the hole was, <laughs> it was 148 yards. That's and I think light. I used a, an eight or a seven iron. Okay. An eight or a seven. Uh, and I saw the ball hit the green and just track into the hole. But I didn't see it go in because it was blinded, you know. And I get up to it. And then the next hole, the par five, I birdied it. Wow. Then, three under for two holes. Then a meltdown. <laughs> but I didn't then, then the regular rich yes, came back. <laughs> but I had that plaque, a little plaque that says, you yeah. Know, the whole oh, thing. right. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah, I've got one. When you when, when you were tra- walk, driving up and you didn't see your ball, was it like yesterday? You just thought you hit it past and you started bitching? And 
<laughs> fucking losing your mind. <laughs> yeah, because that's because that, that's that's what I think. If I ever got close, I'd be like, oh, I just I drove it past it. I would never think that the ball's in the hole. Well, Not me. I, I, never I never really been close. looking for my. I was lucky enough to have an al- al- albatross. I, I don't know too many guys I've ever had it, but I, 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 I've witnessed you one have one? live. Oh, okay. I don't have one very, live. That's, that's more impressive than the whole. So I, I hold out from two. I, I hold out from two thirty-eight. You remember the number, right? Oh, of course. Uh, and I'll tell you, I was playing. I was doing a, a corporate event. I was performing at a corporate event, and some of the senior guys go, "Dave, can you come out and play with us?" And this is back when I was playing all the, all the time and hitting it good. And so um, uh, four under, uh, I jug it. Um, I jugged my second shot on a par five from 238 uphill. But the point being, it's uphill. You can't see anything up there. And we we hunt around, and now I'm pissed. And some, you know, you never thought to check the hole. No, so some guy said check the hole, and I go up. I I start shaking. You know, you go. What are you kidding me? I took two on a par five. So very quickly go to seven under. (laughs) That's when I had my my best round. I shot 63. Unreal. You were playing a course, public course, Ashbrook. So it's a par five. Was it Jersey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Par five, and I, I don't know if there was guys I knew. I was anyhow, it's a foursome. I don't know if I knew them or what. So, someone but but Rich doesn't matter. They knew you. Yeah, of course, I'm Rich Boss. <laughs> Mr. Boss, <laughs> Mr. Boss. I don't even know if I was a comic then. I might have been. Yeah, probably. You know. So it's a par five. Someone hits up on us because it's a blind second shot to get to the green, but you can get there. So someone hits the ball rolls on the green. So the fucking guys, I'm playing with, they put the ball in the hole and told the guy uh, he, no. that he got oh, a two wow. on the par five. So that probably changed his life. He might have went home and kicked his wife out. <laughs> you don't know what he did after you think you Rich, got a two. you're just thinking of what he's, you would do. He's, yeah, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's telling point, that story right point. now. To someone I too. swear to God, that guy for the rest of his life thinks he had an albatross. Yeah. You That's want to hear the crazy. true maybe definition? Maybe that happened to me. Maybe that, maybe that was me. Maybe that <laughs> You want to hear the true definition of a blind shot? You'll appreciate this. I was playing in a golf tournament. It was the CNIB tournament, Canadian National Institute of the Blind. On one of the holes, they had a so-called professional blind golfer, and you play a little game with him, and it's par three, and you got to get it hit. Or KP, closest pin, beat the pro kind of situation. He doesn't jug it. Dude. He takes a swing. It, it was essential. It it, it it was as close to being a hosled shot as you like. I mean, it was the ugliest golf shot. Well, remember the man's blind. The man is blind. I know, yeah. but but you hear about a blind professional. I still kind of expected. Right, you know, he, he hit the ball. Yeah, but it was ugly. Like I mean, put it this way. He almost hit his seeing eye dog. <laughs> I was waiting for the yelp. Who else thought he was going to make a hold one? I thought he was. I thought this was going to be an inspirational story. Well, so <laughs> this is Gord, Gord Painter. Gord Painter has two in two mean? holes in one. He's a, a blind of ours. golfer. He's a, comi- a blind. He, he, he's a comic. Blind comic. Blind comedian. He's a blind he comic. He's had two holes in one. How do you do because it? you get you go with an assistant. They line He's, you up. They you away, away, and you hit it. And Give then what they do for the that's the way I played today. Cutting, I don't know if you they <laughs> put a bell on like the flag, time. and then they shake the uh, flagpole for the for the sound. And that's the Is that's, that they do? yeah. They use audio for it. Um, at least that's what I saw at the CNIB tournament and I was you at. Get a ball that kind of beeps for the a golfer, like a beeping ball, so they can hear the ball too. Or like find it. I don't it. know how it would be. Oh, like for yeah, but they play with someone who's sighted, so they have someone who's going to find it for them. No, but you would know, like, right where the beep is. Oh, I see your sand for their swing. Well, I would think, I I actually think this is where blind golfer might have an advantage over a sighted golfer is because if they get used to constantly having the ball placed in the exact same spot, the exact same way, the exact same time, and they have someone who sets them, 
they're going to if they if their swing is relatively consistent that day and they put the same swing on the ball. I actually think I mean they can't see the water they can't get in their heads I mean, like there's water on the right they you know what it's that old it. joke you know if, and they're good if, if uh, the tea times at midnight remember you remember that old joke right? yeah sure yeah exactly I'll take well it. Let, let's do that <laughs> let's do, uh, so a uh, favorite golf joke all right and uh, granted we know this isn't our own bits but uh, uh, we all have one of these right so yeah, yeah and David actually to your credit you've written a lot of great of your own golf well, if material I, like if I'm yeah. doing a corporate golf tournament right? yeah, a couple yeah. you know but. Uh, um, well, one I do, I always do. Like if I were to, uh, um, if I were to be playing with you, I, I would, I'd, I'd talk about uh, working with one of the, um, or playing with one of the senior guys that I'm playing with. And I go, like, like let's say the guy's, uh, the guy's name is Rich. I'm playing with Rich today. And so, and he uh, is a senior. So we're playing, uh, we're, we're, and we're sharing a cart. So we're playing a par three over water. And uh, I go up, I, I take my seven, and I, I hit a shot. And, you know, I missed the green, but it's beside it. And, uh, but, you know, I go back to the cart, and then Rich gets up there, and he hits a ball, and um, the ball goes right in the middle of, of the, uh, the water. And I look over my shoulder, and all I see is a seven. I just go, ying, 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 ying. Um, I think they call it a helicopter. Anyway, two holes later, my ball's right in the middle of the fairway, and I go to look for my seven iron. So that would be the joke that I would do. I know it didn't kill here, but I'm working for in front of you assholes. But anyway, in front I of laugh, people, Brett it's a didn't laugh. Joke. It's funny. Oh, That's great. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no. I threw your seven iron in the water. Exactly. Then, 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 I, I like it. It was a nice, it was nice cute. It's cute. <laughs> my favorite was an, uh, a joke my grandfather told me a million years ago. He was a golfer, but I always, this always took to me. But this guy claimed he had a, a circus gorilla, a trained gorilla that can drive a golf ball 400 yards. Golf pro says, there's no way in hell a gorilla is going to outdrive me, a professional PGA golfer. So the pro gets up, smacks one 350 yards right in the middle of the friggin' fairway. Beautiful. Trainer puts the driver in the gorilla's hands, gives it a gives it a motion, gives it a command of oh, uh. gorilla takes a swing, rips the ball 410 yards right onto the green, eight feet away from the stick. Pro's freaking out. He's like, I gotta get this, I gotta get this gorilla on tour. How does he putt? Same thing, 407 yards every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my golf fantasy. When I'm playing golf with a real hot girl, super hot. I hit my ball into the woods. She comes in to help me look for it. She gets naked. I tie her to the tree with her bra, and I get back in the car and finish around without her. <laughs> so I'm done in less than six hours. Okay? Have dinner ready for me when I get home. <laughs> and you'll see Rich at the next hashtag Me Too movement. <laughs> Golf tournament. My wife, Teardrop. My, my wife was going go to my wife was gonna go to the one in Washington, but the laundry wasn't done. I said, listen, <laughs> you got things you have to do before you want to go out and dance around in DC. Oh, Rich Voss. <laughs> Folks, you're listening to we're uh, on the Crack House podcast with our special guest, Rich Voss, Dave Mary, Jack Galvin joins me. It's Rick Bronson here. A uh, very special kind of golf edition, which is the first yes. time I've had this opportunity. This is the uh, uh, the first time I think we've had two golfers in town. So actually, we once had um, I had Sh- Jimmy Schubert here with uh, Jason. Um, oh, what's his last name? Why am I blanking? A uh, good athletic uh, comic. Jimmy plays. Jimmy loves it, yeah. but Jimmy J- Jimmy's like a little worse than what you are. Well, I, and like, first of all, you've seen me at my worst. You've seen me at my worst. What are you talking about? Though. You told me about how well today went for you. No, it went better than... I'll <laughs> well, tell you what, you have another chance tomorrow to show right. up in front of me. No, Game three. Not, listen, let me explain something. Okay, I'm not here to impress anybody. I know some days I shoot 
low 80s, some middle 80s. Some days I can't hit a ball. That's golf to me. All right? It's a golf so to I, everyone. Okay. Yesterday stunk. Today was a 91 with a fucking triple and three doubles. So that's not that fucking bad. 91. Uh, well, I, 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 I think you're on the bubble for making the cut for Saturday is all I'm saying. I didn't. I'm gonna, <laughs> I can do two hours on stage. Yeah. Tomorrow's moving day. Tomorrow's moving day. I, I told him the Jimmy Schubert story, remember? What was the Shuby story? Shuby's a very close friend. Yeah, Shuby, me, and DePaulo did Just for Laughs the gala together with um, Spinal Tap as our MC. Yeah. Wow. Come on. Spinal Tap MC. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, if you want me to tell you. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I told you. That's okay. why we're here. It's podcast. We're here for stories, buddy. So I'm in Arizona working. I can play the TPC. I have a connection. I could have played. Then I heard Schubert was in town. So uh, I couldn't get two on. It was just for me. So I blew it off. And I oh, said, I'll play yeah, with yeah. Schubert. So we, we played one day. I forget where it was. It was a great course. I got him on there for free. And we both shot like 93, 94 that day. So the next day, where I was supposed to play the TBC, I got Schubert on the country club downtown, whatever. Whenever I, the kid Howard, whatever club Howard used to run, you know, Crazy Howard. Yeah. The owner of that club belonged to it. So he would take me to his private. So he took me and Schubert to this, the private course in the middle of Phoenix, whatever. So on whatever hole, Schubert hits the ball over the green. Then he hits it back over the green to the fairway. So he's riding his cart full force to back to his ball. He goes over a hill. He doesn't realize there's a sand trap. The cart goes in the no. air. The way Dick gets better. The cart goes in the air, lands in the sand trap. Everything that wasn't attached went flying. Anywhere you were on that course, if you could see that hole, you looked to see what was going on. He must have been two axles. He's sitting in the middle of the sand trap with a cart. Then he pulls out. Did he so go flying? He must have gone flying, right? He bounced up in the air. Soda was flying everywhere. It was a nightmare. So now I'm, you know. Then he gets on the next tee box. This is after the debacle. He slices the ball OB. All of a sudden, you hear a car honking his horn. He took out the windshield to a Mercedes. No, he did To a Mercedes SUV to a member of the club. Oh. How has he never told me this story? <laughs> Call him right now. Ask him about Boston, Arizona. How was it trying to get another game there? Uh, yeah. How was, it, how was it trying to get the replay? I'll text him now and see. Get the good luck getting a freebie. Then the guy tried to get... It was just his birthday two days ago, too, Shoot. Then we? the guy tried to get 500 from him for the windshield. Well, then that's an idiot Mercedes driver because any windshield on a Mercedes is at protected. least $1,000. Oh, okay. Or whatever he yeah. tried to get, maybe 50 I don't know. But do but they're all covered with insurance. Yeah, too. Yeah. Should be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had I, I had a I had a moving truck in traffic. See, that's impressive. Off yeah, the that, tee. That's impressive. And he that's came impressive. he came back and he came and he came out with a golf cart, drove up to us, got all like puffy in my chest. Come all mad. The trucker came to the golf How course. Did oh, yeah. cart. He's, How did he get it? right there because he told he told the people inside it was like a little par three. It's well, you know Valley. what? But here's the deal. Why would the course even give him what? the jet and allow him to go out to confront yeah. you? That is very odd. However, uh, you are on the hook for it. You know, you know Chuck uh, Byrne? I, I've Chuck heard, Byrne, right? Yeah, sure. So me and, Chuck, me, yeah. and, me and Chucky and uh, Dave Hempstead are, are playing golf, and Chuck breaks, you know, like he hits a guy's van window. And, and the thing, and so he goes, and we, we wait, 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 all of a sudden, <laughs> 
And so this guy comes to the clubhouse, and he's on the hook for it. It's a See, voluntary now, assumption I, of risk. I know that the courses often will have those signs up with stipulations that say, yeah, well, you are... You are but I've also been told that that's a bit horseshit and you can actually try. The course should be carrying insurance based on these types of situations. If you have a home or I don't know if you are. I think I think you're I think you're on the hook for it is what I know. I, heard, I told I, the guy. I just what did you tell him to piss off? Well, no, he, he said he goes, you just you hit my, my my truck. It's my work truck. You hit the windshield and it's, you know, it's cracked everywhere now. And I go, well, it's a work truck. So he's got insurance. So. Yeah. You should go take care of it. Right. And leave and me alone. Got, I'm golfing he, now. He literally got mad and just walked right. away. Leave me that's, alone. That's I'm playing always, like shit. That's always the rest for trying to line up your next putt after you just had some guy <laughs> come up shaking. and get in your face and your grill. Oh, so me and my ex-wife yeah, were playing. Had, it was crazy. I hit a ball towards the green, and the guy was 18th hole, he's pulling away. And I, it's, it's you me. almost hit me on 18 today. I, yeah, I didn't see your shot coming in, and I was walking across to my putt. The next thing I know, you hit this low skipper in, no, that, I, the one that when, went off the back of the green. Yeah, When he was standing almost beside you and you said, can you move back? I howled. <laughs> exactly. I howled. You know, don't stand to the right of me. But, I David, was, I kid you not. <laughs> yesterday. Oh, yeah. Go, can you move back? Can you move back? I, I thought, if you, I'm behind you. How could you possibly hit him? <laughs> I've been hit standing sideways beside, like literally parallel to that somebody. That is a shank squared. Like, that's impressive. Yeah. It's like, so shitty. Perfectly square. Yeah. I hit one right off the hill at five, five wood when I was 18. I hit my buddy right in, the sh- right in the elbow. And it was like, he was, I mean, I saw, should never have come close to him. Uh, right. I drilled. I saw a lady go down. Uh, so she was, um, uh, let's call it, uh, 80 yards away on another tee box, and you had to hit it something fierce left. Like, it was just, a, you know, awful. It wasn't, you know, she got hit really badly. It, it was no fun to watch either. It was a, this was a bad yeah. golf shot. And, I th- and worst thing is, like, she goes down, and they, they come out, and they get, a, they get a cart, and they haul her off. And uh, the guy who hit the shot got a really bad bounce, obviously. You know, so he's, <laughs> well, I was, I was playing golf with a guy, and he had a stroke. I marked it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite golf joke right there. That was, uh, thank you. Uh, that was cool. I use that on a road. That's great. <laughs> I'll be in my trailer. Uh, uh, listen, Schubert is not in my league in golf. He's okay, you know, but <laughs> these aren't the easiest courses we're playing. Okay, no, a guy one yesterday playing. you played so good with the, the undulating yeah. greens. Oh, that my was God. And it was windy, too. It was, it was windy, too. Yeah. Yeah, Today yeah. was a lot easier course than yesterday. Much easier course, and I'm and five strokes yeah. higher today than I nope, was no on better results. yesterday. But such nice greens on both courses. Yeah, and right. tomorrow's in good shape as well, true north, we wherever play, we want to play there. I hope we play Pinnacle. I'm, I'm indifferent. I'm good with Monument yeah. or Pinnacle. I kind of like Monument just because oh, of that really? dog, dog leg, the, the Monument hole, the signature hole with oh. the giant rock on oh, it. Oh, yeah, but we you are playing You can try Monument. to take it over the top. Like, I can usually get home in two there if I cut in the corner of that. Because it's a dog leg right par five, but you can clear the That's trees. That's like you're playing the one. Uh, we got a 45-minute drive tomorrow, no? No, no, no. Was that Sunday? I, that I haven't made a Sunday time yet. Oh, okay. So that's so why I was closer than, to, than uh, two days ago. I'm not well, leaving until ten thirty. So we'll play Sunday. Maybe we'll if you want. Maybe we'll go to Quintero way, Sunday. Closer. What's that? Quintero is that's the, the one course I was telling you about. About forty minutes west of here, right. where the elevation drops are unbelievable. Well, have you played Rancho Manana? Yeah, I play if Rancho. You, it blows. Smaller, it blows Rancho. But that's the same away. kind of thing. Yeah, though. but this blows Rancho. Away. It's really good. And one of my members from my course at the, up in Canada at Rancho Manana got bit by a rattlesnake. Oh fuck that! Yeah, but he was an asshole. So, so you know what? Okay. <laughs> when you get bit by a rattlesnake, what happened? He, they rushed him to a hospital. I was hoping not. I'm not a big fan of the oh. guy. Yeah, but so if you're like, take your time. No, do you need? A, do you need an ambulance? I think no, you can you know walk, walk, it a, a walk it off. Walk it off. 
if you get bit by a rattlesnake and don't have insurance, I heard that stuff's like twenty-five thousand dollars for the uh, for the anti-venom. Yeah, anti-venom. Twenty-five. Come on, maybe more. Yes, than that. Yeah. Like twenty-five grand. Maybe more. Really, David? I think we'll stick to our healthcare and snakeless country oh, yeah, up we, in Canada, uh, huh? Yeah. I've never had we're, a twenty-five thousand dollar garden snake bite. You know, we're covered. We're much. covered up there, boy. You know what yeah. we have in Jersey, which is a nightmare, is fucking deer ticks with Lyme disease. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Every nice. every court, there's so many fucking deer ticks. Like when the I the people have them or, or the deers? I, I, <laughs> just checking. I just, I've been to Jersey. I, I, I tuck my pants into my socks so they look like knickers because I don't want to call them my legs. You can't. But my there's fucking ticks everywhere. It's unbelievable. That and is like, why David and I are fair weather golfers. <laughs> I would not subject myself to mosquito season no, or deer tick God. season. And rain well, it's in the summer. It's just summer. What do you mean? Just Any get a divorce. It's not that important, golfy. You can get out of the house <laughs> other ways. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, even in the anytime deer is out, ticks are out. So in, in the spring, the summer, the fall, it has nothing to do with the weather. It's fucking deer. They're motherfuckers. And and they, they do it. They carry ticks. And they, uh, here you go, Jew. Here's the tick. <laughs> They're anti-Semitic. Deer are anti-Semitic. Deer are anti-Semitic. You didn't know that. typically pick on Jews. I know that for a fact. You didn't know that. That sounds like the letter I wrote last night. Deer anti-Semite. anti-Semitic. Oh, boy. Time flies when you can't wait so, to get the fuck out. Uh, hey, easy. You just got to be back here right away. Let's talk a bit about comedy now, Rich Voss. So how is it a guy who's pushing or is 60 here? Still has the love and and joy of being on stage every goddamn night. Because I, I well, because you know why I keep creating, and if, if you stop creating and stagnate, then you don't. You're like, uh, it, you, you lose it. But if you keep creating and keep coming up with uh, with ideas and shows and writing new material and coming out with CDs, it's fresh. You're staying fresh. So uh, you know, I got five CDs out. I, I'm due to make another one. I just shot an hour, so I'm always doing something. If you don't, see, you know, if you don't but see yourself, keeps you fresh, right? Yeah, if you don't see it's yourself, it's fresh. But let's be, but let's be straight though, and I mean, let's yeah. be real. Yeah, and Rich and I, we talked about that. Comedy's still. I mean, I hate to say it, but you get the impression. You see who gets the development deals. You sense it's a young man's well, game, was, right? Yeah. No, but for real, like, how do you keep yourself motivated when you see the young? Because kid? we all. Well, one, one. Uh, Last summer, I wrote on a movie. I, I get it. Yeah, you, know, you, wrote, you did the Oscars for a couple yeah, of years in yeah, a row, I've but that's not performing on stage. But, but here's so. the thing. Club owners don't see what you do behind the camera. All they see, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to sell tickets, but I'm always working on stuff. If I'm not writing for a movie or I'm not helping somebody punch something up, we're selling a project, my wife and I. We're doing a, a live, our live show, our podcast show. We do it live every couple of months. We do a show called Would You Bang Him every couple of months. We've done it. We did Would You Bang Him at South by Southwest. We'll probably do it in Montreal this year. We've done our podcast live in Montreal. So we're always, I'm always doing something. And I also have Bonnie where we're doing stuff together. Okay. I, I, get, I get all that. Okay. But still, in our post-9-11 miserable travel world we live in, and for a guy, all three of us here, Jack's the only real yeah. rookie here who, all three of us have been on the road a lot longer than most comics have been in comedy. Yes. It's, I, I gotta be honest, I mean, as much as I love the creative aspect, I find I am so unmotivated to be on the road traveling oh, and, I, and doing that. Oh, well, no, I, I, I impressed me that, that you're still, that you say on stage that you're, you're, you're absolutely loving it. I mean, I still love it, but I, I've tried to cut back on my travel. Yeah. And, and so. Well, here's, look, I, I got, 
you know, I got a 10-year-old. I got you got I got to make money. I got to work. Uh, I got to keep busy. You know, I'm booking myself because I'm not making 20,000 a weekend or 10,000. If I'm was working making 10,000 a weekend, which I do see happening again, then I'll have somebody do that the hard stuff. And I uh, if we sell this movie which we're supposed to sell, if things happen to win, the, our, our game plan coming up this year, then I won't have to do as much road. But also, if I'm going to do the road, I'm going to at least play golf and try to have a, you know... Do, enjoy have, it. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to the gym. I, I'm not a comic that sleeps all day. So hang on. Let, let me get this right. I've seen you golf two rounds in a row now. You enjoyed that? Oh, you're really good on my fucking nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Listen pissed. to me. He's Listen to me, you fucking crybaby douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I sleep, buddy. I played so much better yesterday. Look, nobody gives a fuck about yesterday. We're living nobody in today. Does. I never said okay. anyone should care Listen, about it. Listen, I... here's the difference between you you're, and I. You're like, it's like comedy golf. You're only as good as your last game. Okay, here's enough. the difference between you and I. I played better today than yesterday. You did? You, you were the played, only one. You played right. worse. I so know. I should be talking down to you, Mokes. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> you were the only one that had I'm, I'm the guy that signs the check on I Sunday. Don't, so. uh, <laughs> I don't I care about the money. I never money. give a shit about that stuff. You know <laughs> yeah. that. No, uh, seriously, I, I, I'll go back to it. In no, all honesty, like, but I mean, I'm, I'm older, so I'm competing with young guys. 100%. When people leave, okay, you bring in a guy. And one, I have a you know enough followers on Twitter, whatever. But like we talked about yesterday, you you bring in this one of these young new guys up and coming. When they leave their show or my show, they're going to talk about my show more. They're going to get more. They're going to get a better show from me, and then the word of mouth. Well, I mean, that's tough. I'll say it's relative because I'll say why I say it's relative. There's no yes. question you're a crowd pleaser. You're going to do great on stage. Yeah. But the reason why I say that's relative is because. For Joe's uh, X and Y's and Z yeah. sitting here, your style of comedy might not be their cup of tea. Yep. They might want to see yes. this kind of. And yes. so for That's those levels, you can't really meter that, right? Play, because we all have different tastes and it's subjective. But it's true. But with who I am, uh, you know, from Sears Radio, from Sears Radio, from our podcast, from all the stuff I've done in the past, too. I'm going to get a lot of my fans. I'm not going to sell. I'm not deal you. All right, let me, let me, let me pose the question. David, go, but last go night, ahead. No, last night was amazing because you had a large crowd here, right? Oh, sorry, a large group. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the the periphery that file in by themselves. But there are a lot of older people, yeah. right? And, and I went. We, I want to see draw older so, here. We definitely. And do. I love that. Yeah, right? me too. So I, and I'm I'm thinking I I, I got to see Rich work this crowd, and they loved him. Yeah, no, I heard it went great. They last loved night. him. Oh, absolutely. I, let me rephrase the question, and yeah. I'll ask it to you too, David. What? And because David is David oh, uh, mid fifties, you're sixty now. What is the biggest challenge? Oh, no, wait, let here's, me. Here's real quick. Here's the difference between me and a younger comic. I can do an audible. I could do three audibles right. in a show. Right. If I have to go from this direction to that one or to, to that, if there's a fucking knife yeah, fight, I can do it. There's no <laughs> discounting. You kill when there's a knife fight on. Yeah. Right? No, there's no, yeah. no discounting having the Wiley veteran card to play. There's yes. no discount. I 100% oh, agree with that. You get 30 years with that. But, yeah. no, but, what, but in all of what is, so then think about it in these terms. What is the biggest challenge you think you face now being the 60-year-old guy in, in stand-up comedy? It, it, if I don't, if, 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 I, the biggest challenge is if you don't stay relevant, you get squeezed out. You get squeezed out. And the other challenge is, too, like there's chains of comedy clubs that also manage comics. So it, there's a little collusion there to get into some You can say improv on our show. It's fine. Well, I, you know, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So there's, you know, uh, 
I, I, you know, some club owners love me, some hate me. The, the, the challenge is for me is is to is to keep creating. That's it. Because I've seen clubs come and go. I've seen them yeah. a million of them. Right. I've seen agents come and go. I I've been doing yeah. this twenty four well, years. I, and I'll tell you what I noticed. I was hoping you might say this, but I'll lead this yeah. into letting David answer the same question. Is I find, as I sit here and talk to my friends who are my peers, 60 yeah. years old, Dave, mid-50s, I'm turning 50 this year, uh, Jack again being the baby, but uh, the three of us, is that you know we talk to each other over the last few rounds. One of the beauties about golfing, yeah. you spend that much time with guys, you get to find out a lot of shit and get caught up. Yeah. But I get the sense that the three of us are working harder and more now at this stage of our lives than we did as 20-something performers yeah, yeah. trying to right. break in and, and just well, have... Just know. in a different way, though, well, right? In a well, different way. Yeah. Because we have more responsibilities now, too, than as right. a 25. Right. You know, but, and... But, 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 you, mean, but you're stretching your legs doing uh, all your producing. Uh, Bonnie's doing a lot of writing. You guys are doing... You got short films. You got a whole and bunch you of got stuff. And that's what I'm David, doing. I opened, you got... David's got yeah. movies, I, I opened a film go. and TV company. You, got, you and I have been talking about it. So I'm... But... So that is personally what's made me the busiest and happiest I've ever been, you know, in my entire career. You know, it's nice nice having another gear, isn't it? It's It's great. Because I think as comics, I think one of the things I've noticed is we, as you just alluded to, we all love being creative. But I think what I found is with the, I think we all also comics have that ADHD gene in them where uh, it's great being creative, but I like the ability of being creative, jumping from, all right, I'm going to do stand up and stage now, but now I'm going to go work in TV for two years. I'll be creative. And now I'm going to go work in film. Now I'm going to go back to stand up. And, and you still get to exercise that creative muscle, but then at the same time, you also don't get stagnant because you're still, you're it's doing so the healthy same as thing. a performer. Right. Because you are using those different well, gears, you know? Here's the thing for me. <coughs> Schubert, I, I wrote to Schubert, I'll tell you, I go playing golf in Arizona, want to join, join me, boss. He writes lots of laughs because he, he goes, we both. I think what he said. Then he goes, LOL, neither one of us could afford it. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. I, I've, already, I've, I've already proven myself amongst my peers. I, pro- I have nothing to prove amongst other comics. They know what I've done. My only resentment is some of the clubs I'm going, when, you know, I used to make tons of money after the last comic and tough crowd. I was selling out. And, and I get it. I get the money thing. But I've had club owners who I'm friends with not get back to me. Just, you know, and I'm going, I'm going, look, I played golf with this fucking, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying you guys. I'm saying No, no, but guys, I also, but that, I, what did I say to you yesterday in the course? So in defense of, because I'm a comic yes. first, you know that, yes. but in defense of club owners, the amount of contact and communication yeah. on a minute-by-minute yeah, basis every goddamn day right. yeah. is over. I'm, it's insane. It's honestly insane. How do you keep but up with it? You, yeah. And from have, some of them are from guys that have Letterman's and have, yeah. like, like legit, yeah, like... That, you know what? Letterman, that shit doesn't... If you take someone's body of work, through the, like my body of work throughout my career, I've gone from Rosie O'Donnell to the first white guy in Deb Sham, Last comment. Stop telling me who you've slept with, Rich. Yes. Just tell us no, about it. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm a proven comp, but I see that's, guys. That's frightful. I see guys that are so that get squeezed. I'm not going to get squeezed out. That that's also my motivation to keep working. Because I'm not going. I'm not going to do cruise ships ever. I'm not going to go do retirement villages, you know, in Florida. Uh, 
I'm, really? Because that is written all over you, but <laughs> they're looking for you. They're looking I, for you, Rich. I, I almost called Sheila. Off. Sheila and Stan Goldberg cannot <laughs> yes. wait for you to show okay. up at the Herschel. Uh, yeah, I know. Herschel. Uh, they do a Herschel. Herschel. <laughs> you know. Uh, you know what I'm saying. So there's some motivation in the drive, uh, not to prove myself with comic, to prove myself with fucking club owners, to come back in again and start making ten or twenty grand a fucking weekend. You know what I mean? The, but here's what the problem is, what I think most headliners, and myself included, when I always assumed I got into a club, I killed, I got to come back. I killed. And there is a certain amount of that. There's no question. But, but the balance is this, though, too. We can't get into a routine of booking the same 52 guys oh, yeah. every year. We have to figure out a way to bring new blood in and bring those new up-and-comics in, in, in. And the new We're hot excited. guys in. And because... We like to catch guys on their way up as well, right? So guys like, you know, we've been very lucky in many respects. A guy like T.J. Miller, who we've had here since he's had no credit, yep. you know, who now has two movies out right now with Deadpool and yeah. with yeah. Uh, Ready Player One. And a nice guy. A uh, super nice guy. Uh, but, um, I mean, it's... It, it's it, a hard balance. It really both. is tough, dude. I mean, and, and it's and I got to say, like we were talking about yesterday, it's even more difficult for a situation like myself and Tammy being a comic first, not club owner, when we have all these friends who are comics because yeah. we have tons of friends who are comics. But and, you're running a business, right? But at but the end of the day, you're you're absolutely absolutely running running a business. Business. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a business from both ends. It's a business. But also, too, like, let me try to give an example. I, all right. Then let it make it quick so we only have two minutes before we have to wrap on. I don't know. Listen, I'm just happy. I'm where, teasing. Go I'm ahead. just happy where I'm at. There's clubs, you know, they'll go, well, they'll bring in this guy, save for, because he'll do it a thousand cheaper than me. Well, I'm going to sell, let's say out of five shows, I'm going to sell 20 more tickets a show than someone they don't know. It's guaranteed. Unless yes. it's Easter weekend, right? No, you, tonight you got, got some good <laughs> reservations. Yeah, done on good fact, Friday. Let's remind everyone. Yeah, uh, like there, I, I, there's so many different variables, vari variables, variables. Yeah, that it, it's hard to balance. Let you me know, ask you something. It's hard to balance when it's right, when it's wrong. You when, know, when when you, I'm right, when they're wrong, when they're right, when I'm wrong. When do you think you'll balance. realistically be on stage still? Or you know, I mean, we can't but, predict. That, but I mean, when do you see? You going to kind of going? Oh, maybe I better hang the skates up. I'll, I'll tell you why. No, really? I'll, I'll I, no, I well, like no, doing. So you, hang on, but I'm, I'm going to tell you why that was a great question because, um, and this is something you're going to remember. So, when I was even still 16 as a stand-up comic in Montreal, I remember watching a very dear old friend of ours, now long past Gary, Gary David, who was one of the best, king of oh the one-liners, just phenomenally good, great guy. And I loved working with him, loved him. But even at 16, buddy, I promise yeah. you, there was a little something in the back of my brain going. that I watched Gary David up there, and he was about a 68, 70-year-old comic at the time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it was hard to guess. And, uh, yeah, it was hard to guess. And I kept thinking to myself, but looked like an old man. He, yeah, yeah. You're a very a fit, young-looking guy. Yeah. Like, he was, he looked like a 75-year-old yeah. man. Like you're 58. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I said, and, I, and I remember even thinking back then at 16 and 17, I remember saying, I love this guy, but, but I can't, this can't be what I'm doing at right. 70 years old. I can't be on the road. Oh, yeah. I can't be. Well, can and I. this is pre 9 11 <clears throat> and pre traveled yeah. disasters. Yeah. I mean, no, I couldn't handle it. I get it too. I got. I have to get back into theaters. I got to start doing theaters. Right. Or going in. Just, you the know, theaters are so good. They're just they're they're so sexy. Best. I'm they're, doing they're one next week. Yeah. You know, and we started a little tour. I'm doing a little tour with uh, uh, Ron Bennington, who's a radio host, one of the best on Sirius. And Florentine, 
Bennington host, Florentine oh, Middles. Jim? I'll say hi to Jim yeah. before I made. Good nope. guy. Yeah, Love he, Jim a lot. He, he middles and I close. And we did a 500 I would flip that. Why? Just <laughs> <laughs> to see your face do that uh, uh, is why. Larry. Uh, 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 <laughs> you don't want to do that to Florentine. <laughs> I really hope Facebook liar at that face. That face was good. That is hysterical. Okay. This wasn't worth a fucking free flatbread pizza. <laughs> it wasn't free. <laughs> I got news for you. All right. Corrections from our producers. Yes. Boys, where are we at? Clear oh. us up, Buck. Yeah. Clear us up. I know, I know, Buck, this is a tough one for you because we went all golfy it on you. And golf. I don't get the sense that you're a huge. Huge golfer, producer Buck. No, no, no. Yeah, you're you're very astute in observing. <laughs> All right. But I did a lot of research on the fly here. Hole in one odds, as it turns out, do actually go down dramatically from amateur to professional. Thank you. According to the National Hole in One Registry, the odds of a hole in one for an amateur twelve thousand to one, for a pro three thousand to one. Wow. wow. Oh wow. Four uh, times. On that's, average, that's, that's whole, one hole huge in one difference. Every thirty five hundred rounds, just across. Say that board. again. Say that again. On average, uh, there's one hole in one every thirty five hundred rounds. And, for an amateur. No, uh, just in general just for golf. On oh. the registry. Really? So yeah. anybody keeping track? That's uh, cool. Just as a sidebar, just let <laughs> you guys will appreciate this, and I'll let you. Finish. There was a guy in Edmonton last summer, two in one round, but one was on a par four. So he made one on a par four and one on a par three in one round. Crazy, Actually, that was on the website. And like right, right below that. That's amazing. Like, yeah. 1989 US Open, home. four pros aced the same hole in a single round. That doesn't surprise me. Right. Uh, because you know, they have up, that one hole where they always set it up on Sunday where if you catch the slope, you it, have a it, very it good chance. Funnels right in. Right in. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, but I like Why that. It makes it exciting. Why would you want to hit P of Chang? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you and your nine iron. <laughs> <laughs> That's only us. That's only us. Actually, you're right about that. The, the rest of the field had 30 birdies that day. It was the second round, though. It wasn't on Sunday. So it would have been Friday. Um, the teardrop putter, according to casualgolfer.com, the, the uh, sales of the teardrop putter peaked in the late 20th century, but then suddenly plummeted when New Jersey drug dealers stopped taking them as collateral for crack. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, so, so, both, was, so, both, was, so hang on, both the, teardrop, both the teardrop putter and Rich peaked at the same time. Certainly <laughs> <laughs> unrelated, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rattlesnake venom, according to popular science, it is $1,500 per vial. The average 1500 person, oh, per vial? Well, so it wasn't the average 10 person G's, takes 20 to 25 to cure a uh, snake bite. Yeah, so it takes that many to cure. Sorry, twenty five vials. Very tiny. So yeah, twenty five vials. So it is twenty five grand. Wow. So basically, yeah, that's around twenty five, thirty thousand. Thirty two. Yeah, yeah. Holy so shit. That is the cost. Yeah. Thirty seven. So if you don't have insurance, you're thinking. Ooh, I'm oh, going to bring the family. family. I'm saying goodbye. You've got to play golf in Canada. That's a, that's yeah. what it really is. <laughs> well, there is actually, another way. Actually, you can build up a natural immunity. There's a fellow named Bill Host who directed a lab that produces the venom, and he would inject himself. Sort of like you would do with an allergy immunization. So he basically built up a tolerance to the venom yeah, in, he, in small doses. Yeah, record holder was bit by over 170 different Oh, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Up, His parents up. must be so <laughs> proud. <laughs> All yeah. you see is the, yeah. uh, two, bite, yeah. two bite marks everywhere. Every time he drinks water, he looks like a sprinkler. <laughs> but to build up that fucking uh, immunization, it's going to cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. Right. To, to do it. Well, by just, well he by had the, the job there, so oh. he's sneaking a little out, it sounds like. And, and his oh, wow. initial wow. cause of death was just being 100. So He, made he lived 100, and he did something right, Jeez. that's for sure. Oh, wow. Rich will be here in 40 years, booked at the House of Comedy AZ at, on his 100th birthday. That's what we'll do. We'll bring you back. Listen, let me explain something. I'm done with you. 
<laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, till tomorrow. I'm, I'm say, till tomorrow. Till tomorrow. Yeah, I'll tell you what we're going to do gonna tomorrow because it's just you and me. Let's make it fun. Here's what we're going to do. What? So your handicap, I know you don't keep an official handicap. I, we know what my, I'm a 4.8, which means at Troon, I'll be a 6 on the scorecard there. So I get a stroke a hole. Uh, you think you're an 18? Or you no. think you're, no, hang on. How much, what do you think you're an handicap? You 20, think you're, yeah, you're no, not a 24. No, I'm, I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you, I'll give you... Six aside, I'll give you twelve strokes. Okay. I was gonna say you're about a sixteen. That's that's to, pretty fair, eh, David? To twelve, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Voss to you. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> okay. Wait. Okay. Wait to treat the young comic. Okay. Fuck him. He's like, I didn't send him for I, coffee so, so yet. Tell me more about. Tell me more about this mentorship program you're doing. <laughs> I pushed the card up the last hole <laughs> with him because yeah. it, it no, was dead bad. Yeah, yeah, really? He pushed the card himself because he drove into an area he that we're not allowed to be in. For Christ's sake, we're All part right. of a desert, yeah, off in the desert that nobody even knew about. Uh, so we'll play tomorrow. You give me. Wait, six strokes aside, but it's match play, right? Yeah, we'll play match play. So it doesn't you can blow yeah. up on a hole and it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, and so yeah. and then and, and what's yeah. the, what's the bet? We'll go five, five, and five. We'll do a five, a five dollar on the front, five dollars on the back, five for the match, and, and I, we can say if you go down. I mean, I'm happy to press when you're angry, but if you want to keep it friendly, we can go. If you go down two, you can. And press. you get a stroke right. on the twelve hardest holes. That's what that's that usually. Oh, yeah. thank you for telling us golf. You <laughs> fucking. Meathead, let me tell you something. You're done. You're done here. Last time you push a card for me. Uh, oh, I do. If I do, are you hit sure the, you want him done? Because I was going to offer I him. Is like, anytime you're here, he can open for you. I like and I like I, booking. Jack. But I told you, if if I hit Mega Millions or Powerball this weekend, Mark, my, I'm Shit, giving I gotta him, go buy those I'm right giving now. him a million dollars. Yes, he drove me. Yep. I listen. I, when I was at the crap table last week to do what's fucking hot with the dice, and I want some money, and I want. I'm not saying this to make myself look good. I'm just saying how you're supposed to do in life. And I walked over and gave him a $50 tip because yeah. he's the one who threw the dice. Good, and I want some money. All right? I only won 25 bucks. I lost <laughs> fucking 25. Lost I'm not a good Jew, but. <laughs> <laughs> so remind, if I win Mega Millions yes. or Powerball this week on this one. All right. On that note, folks, uh, let's uh, quick uh, for our friends on Facebook Live. Um, have a very happy uh, Easter weekend. Yeah, good Friday. And good. and good Friday today. And although being the Jew, I was going to say and happy Passover to our Jewish friends. Although I really don't understand. I've never understood the term Good Friday because if I'm Jesus, I'm thinking that is this is not such not a, a great good, Friday. Yeah, I used to do that. Yeah, I used is, to do that. You don't see him on the cross going, thank that it's Friday. Yeah, thank <laughs> I'm, Friday. I'm coming back Sunday, and when I get back, what? I want a lot of chocolate bunnies. <laughs> and I want people to paint and hide eggs. <laughs> yeah. um, so have a great holiday yes. weekend. Both Rich and David are here this weekend at House of Comedy AZ for tickets. Uh, Houseofcomedy.net. Uh, please come out and see these and, guys. Um, honestly, these are two of the uh, best veterans in the game, and uh, I, I promise you, uh, guaranteed laughs are your funny back. It's and just also, that simple. Also, too, if you want to hear, besides just a great podcast, My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Well, I was going to give you guys all a chance to close here. So, Rich, oh, for our I'm friends sorry. to be able to see you online and get you, your social media is well, at Rich Voss for all of your accounts. Uh, yeah, at Rich Voss. And pretty soon, within, I think, a month, uh, the roast, uh, the underground roast, which I got roasted with, 
Colin Quinn, Jim Norton, Florentine, DeRosa, Big J, Good group. Judy Gold. Oh, uh, it will be up online soon. Under, These guys took Road. time writing material about you? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I, the place was packed with comics. I'm so respected. Uh, Let me, do you know who you're talking to? I'm talking, to, I'm talking okay. to comedy legend at Rich Boss. Let me tell you something. Okay, with your backyard putting green. Let me tell you something about me. Okay. I, you didn't help me today, I, buddy. I, oh, God. God, I help you today. Oh, I David hope. Mary, where do our friends reach you, and what can they look for, uh, look for you in it coming up? Uh, DavidMary.com, obviously, is the, is the uh, website. Uh, look, I got a, 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 just to option my first movie, so I'm looking forward to that, and I got another TV show. I got to send I you a link to, to it. I still need to see Off the Hosel. Uh, it's a, golf, it's a comedy golf TV show. That's awesome. So, so uh, showed Richard. So we have that coming out. I got a lot of... Uh, Your commercial. And uh, the, the, the title's commercial. It's yeah. fucking amazing yeah, yeah. what this guy... You, you watch him on stage, and then you see the stuff he really does. You're going, it's fucking amazing. He's a pro, It's buddy. amazing. Awesome. And He's my uh, YouTube channel, uh, David, uh, the David Mary YouTube channel. So I got a, a million uh, videos out there. So yeah. pop by, send me a note, and all that good stuff. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Jack, anything uh, anything on the horizon, buddy? You, you, got, got, you got the you, festival going on this weekend? Festival, we're yeah. we're driving anybody big to radio next week. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait to put it on my resume. I can't wait to do it. Rich Boston. He what? told me I could put it on wait, my resume. Wait, the festival. So Tell us about you in the festival. Uh, well, the Bird City Comedy Festival downtown this weekend shows uh, all night. Boss gets up and leaves. Uh, Look at this. Bo- uh, <laughs> Boss will not be there. Um, <laughs> He'll we, never we, be we, there. We couldn't afford him. Uh, <laughs> Boss, um, you should come back and do the festival this summer with these boys. In September, rather. they pro- Jack produces a big festival in Flagstaff. Uh, big Pine. Yeah, and when is it? In the fall? September, September 19th, third, third week of September. What kind of do people you get paid, or is it one of these fucking fly by night festivals? Um, we, it's a fly by night festival. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you bring in headliners? We bring we in bring a small amount. Ma- it's mostly yep. a submission festival. It's mostly for young artists. I would love to do it. We bring in about a dozen headliners. It's a blast, so it's a uh, downtown flagstaff. A headliner show, and uh, maybe uh, I wish me and my wife never go out together, but sometimes. Like for Montreal, we do our podcast at the festival. We do our show, Would You Bang Them? I didn't tell you about our show, Would You Bang Them? You did. We talked about that about 12 minutes ago. I, no, I didn't say, Would You Bang Them? Producer Buck, did he say, Will no. You Bang Them? No. I don't recall hearing it. Well, I'll tell you, you want to hear it? I thought you said that. I, I didn't, no, I didn't tell I you the I concept. I didn't tell you the concept. Real quick, we're All selling right. this to TV. Uh, five comics go up, do like seven minutes. We have three female judges and a gay judge. And after they're set, they discuss whether they would sleep with them or not. After a sentence called, would you bang him? It's so fucking funny. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's clicking. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Good. because it's, it's female empowered, it's roasting, it's stand-up, it's everything, you know, that Jeff Ross tries to do. <laughs> <laughs> Rich Voss can be seen burning bridges across the country. <laughs> but not tunnels, right? But, but <laughs> I want to do your festival. Yeah, no. I, All we, right, we, we'll we'd chat. Love it. We'd love it, yeah. Crackheads, thank you for tuning thank in. You. We appreciate it. And uh, actually, it's the first time that we refer to our listeners as crackheads, and we actually had one on the show today. You're that, the we're Beautiful things. For Beautiful the crackheads, things. Rich Voss. No, Rich, appreciate you being in town. And, uh, and uh, David, and I uh, really enjoyed golfing with all you boys, and I enjoyed doing a, a special Wait, golf edition of the, uh, Fun, of, the cra- of the Crack House podcast. All right. You got my number? Jesus oh, fuck. I would have said no, I would have gone good and walked away. Cue the music, producer. Thank you, boys. That was a good one. Old Arroyo Entertainment. Record, mix, and master your work in a private studio in Central Phoenix, near Camelback and Central, south of Uptown Plaza, near the light rail station. 
And you know they also do photography for your events, wedding, and portraits. Check them out online at oldarroyoentertainment.com. That's oldarroyo, A-R-R-O-Y-O, entertainment.com. Big Pine Comedy Festival, September 19th to 22nd in downtown Flagstaff, Arizona. Check us out online at bigpinecomedyfestival.com.